Welcome to the first episode of season two of the Powerless to Powerful Recovery podcast. My name is Jason. I'm an alcoholic and an addict. Again, guys, I want to remind everyone that our mission is to share experience, strength, and hope across multiple media platforms. The story of addiction in the road to recovery. We're not affiliated with Alcoholics Anonymous or any other 12-step based organizations or groups in any way. Before we get started, you know, this episode is just the introduction of what's to come in season two. But I want to first just express the gratitude that I have today. I want to thank everybody, all the listeners, all the followers, all the supporters, all the people who are part of my recovery who make this thing possible. You know, my goal in the beginning was to reach one person. My goal was just to find a platform, get my message out there, share my experience, strength, and hope. And my goal was just if I could just reach one person and that one person found a meeting, found a sponsor, found a path of recovery, then it was a success for me. But this thing, man, this podcast has far exceeded my expectations. You know, I'm in every single state across the country. I'm in 10 other countries around the world. It's truly a miracle. It's truly a blessing. And none of that would be possible if it wasn't for everyone out there who followed me, supported me. And thank you to everyone who's reached out to me on my social media platforms, who's asked me questions, who's given me feedback, who's given me the ability to play a small part in the recovery, because that's what this thing's all about. We're here to recover together. You know, season two, this is the introduction to it. So what I'm going to have on season two is, is strictly interviews with very important people in recovery. Because everybody's journey looks different, but we all recover and that's the miracle of it. And you hear people say that all the time. I'm a recovered alcoholic. I'm a recovered addict. Well, what does that mean? It means two things to me. The first thing it means is the obsession to want to change the way I feel has been removed. I'm not in the midst of a physical craving for drugs and alcohol. The obsession, the desire, it's been removed from me. God has taken that away. But the second thing that it means to me, when character defects just don't feel so good anymore. If I lie to somebody, if I harm somebody, if I manipulate somebody, all the main manifestations of my illness, they're uncomfortable today. So that tells me that sanity has returned and I've recovered from this thing. We're here to recover. We're not here to be in recovery and stay recovering. We're here to recover, man. So everyone that I'm going to bring on is just going to be recovered alcoholics and addicts and they get to share their journey. Because everybody's journey looks different. Every one of my listeners relates to somebody maybe in a better way than they relate to me. And that's okay. If everybody related specifically to me and my story and my message and my path, then I'd be sponsoring the whole country. But that's just not the case. You pick a sponsor because you can relate to them and you want what they have. So I want to be bringing a bunch of different people on here so you could hear their message and you could relate to them, man. And if you see, if you hear one of the guys and they're personal friends of mine, you reach out to me on my social media platforms, I'll get you in touch with them so you can get engaged in your recovery. Because if I'm not working on recovery, I'm working on a relapse. And having a sponsor and working the steps is the program. Because remember, what we have is the alcoholic mentality. Anytime we read this book or we go through the book, we're never talking about alcohol and drugs. What we're talking about is the alcoholic mentality. That mentality is the character defects that I possess. Those are the manifestations of my illness. So even though all of our journeys look a little bit differently, the same characteristics of our addiction, they're the same. So hopefully some of the guys I bring on, you'll be able to relate to them. Because recovery is a process, man. It's a journey. You know, a very important person to me a long time ago, she said, it's an endless journey. 
It's something we're going to continuously do. We're going to continuously put action forward to maintain our spiritual condition. Because remember, we have a daily reprieve from this thing. And you guys have heard me say this before. A daily reprieve. A reprieve is a stay from execution. This disease wants me dead on a day-to-day basis. And I have a stay from execution every day provided that I continue to maintain my spiritual status. And that's what it's all about. So the first episode I'm going to drop this weekend, I'm going to drop it on Saturday. The first, very first person I'm going to bring on is going to be my wife. You know, when I stopped season one, it was after step 12, but the program is to page 164. It's to the wives, the family afterward, the employers, and a vision for you. That is 164. That is the whole program. So the reason I stopped at step 12 is because I wanted to bring some people on that could share their experience of what the wives mean to them, of living and loving and being with an alcoholic, being with an addict, and the things that we put them through, and how to maintain the relationship and go forward in a healthy way and work on the resentments and the fears and everything that they have and the codependency and everything that goes along with loving us. So the very first person, which would be the next chapter, would be the wives. And I'm going to bring my wife on. I'm going to interview her. We're going to talk about these things. We're going to talk about what it looks like, what it used to look like, what she went through, and what it looks like today and how we're continuing to move forward as a team, as a unit, and love each other the whole way through. The second person I'm going to bring on is going to be my dad, my dad, man, the family afterward. I want to hear what he has to say. It's important that we hear the other aspect, the other side of what the families go through. It's just a critical thing for everybody to hear. So that's how I'm going to start this thing off. And then from there, I'm going to be bringing on a bunch of different guys who play a very important part of my recovery. A lot of these guys that were on North Unit with me when I found this this program, when God entered into my heart, performed a miracle, God was on that yard. And everybody that was there knows it. And the evidence shows with the success rate that we've had with the guys that were there at North Unit in Florence and what they're doing today and how they're helping others and how they're continuing to be successful, not just survive, but I'm talking about thriving. So I want to bring those guys on so you can kind of hear what it looks like for them. And we all come from different places, but we have one common theme. And that common theme is recovery and we do it together. The program is the book. You know, it talks a lot about that. It talks about that and there's a solution. It talks about being members of a shipwreck. In my addiction, I'm just out there and it's a struggle every single day to keep my head above water. Every single thing is a struggle. Struggle. I'm tired. I'm, I'm drowning. I'm, taking, I'm choking on water. Every single day is a struggle. And the fellowship, we sit in circles so we can help each other float better because that's what it's all about, man. So I'm going to bring on the guys that help me float. And so I hope that when you hear these people, like I said again for the second time, I'll say it again, man. If you, one of the guys that I bring on or girls that I bring on and you relate to their story and their message and that interview just touches the aspect of your heart and you want to reach out to them, and you want their phone number and you want to talk to them, please reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere, all my social media. Just reach out to me, man. I'll get you in touch with them. You know, because recovery is a process. That's what it is. It's a process. And what we're gaining through this process is ultimate awareness. And it's very important that we understand because what happens is we leave before the miracle happens. And I tell you right now from my own experience and the many, many guys that I've had the ability and the privilege to play a small part in their recovery and sponsor them, I've witnessed miracles, not only in my own own life, but people all around me. I work in a treatment center and I witness miracles there. I go to meetings, I witness miracles. You know, I have the opportunity of uh, chairing a meeting at Crossroads Flower out here in Phoenix and uh I go there every single Sunday 
And I bring a meeting in there with three of my friends, man, three important guys. And I'm going to have every single one of those guys on here um, to share their experience, strength and hope. But this panel meeting, man, it's a 30 minute speaker meeting. And then we open it up for questions and answers. We actually record it. Uh, one of the one of the guys that's really well known out here is just it's just important, man, to know that we do this thing together. But the Sober Music uh, Motor Company, um, you know, his name's JD and and uh, he gets to he videotapes it and we record it and we put it on the prison tablets, man. So we can give the guys the opportunity to see that not only did we recover in prison, but we were able to carry that recovered person that recovered us out here on the streets and we've been able to be successful, but we're doing it together. And so I'm going to be bringing a lot of those different guys on as well. I'm going to continue to bring a new individual on to do an interview with them every single week. Just like I did with the season one, I'll be posting a new episode every single week. And so I just encourage everybody to tune in, listen for the similarities, not the differences, and really find somebody or something that you could grasp and gravitate towards to give you motivation to get those feet moving in the right direction. Because remember, guys, what we're looking for is constant, never-ending growth, and we can't do it alone. we got to do it as a team. It's very, very important. These guys that I bring on are, are walking miracles. And, you know, we talk about these promises all the time, right? You hear people say, say them all the time. We read them at meetings, the 12 promises, man, and they materialize over and over in your life. And when you're experiencing these, these promises, these miracles, these blessings, that belief in a higher power in step two and that decision you make in step three, you're just believing and you're just having a little bit of faith that if you put the work in, the outcomes are going to be good and you're going to get results. But the more that awareness grows and that belief turns into an experience, once you experience God, just like it says in step three, being all powerfully provided what we needed if we kept close to him, performed his work well. When I perform his work, when I'm self, when I'm selfless, when I'm positive, when I have gratitude at all times for everything in my life, when I'm living in character assets, when I'm able to do that, which is God's will in the easiest way that I could identify it, when I'm able to do that, I get to experience God. And I've experienced God work through every single person that I'm going to be bringing on this podcast. So the first episode is going to be my wife. The second one is going to be my father. Um, and then from there, I'm going to be bringing on a bunch of different all-stars in recovery, man, so they could just share their message with you. And again, those promises, man, uh, we're going to know a new freedom. We're going to know a new happiness and this new freedom and this new happiness. It's not for external things. It's an internal freedom. That bondage of self has been removed. That Those cuffs that just held me down my whole life internally, they, they're gone. They vanished. I know a new freedom. The happiness, I used to think happiness came from material things. It's, it's an internal happiness, joy. God, it's just an internal feeling, man. I get to experience that. I won't regret the past or wish to shut the door on it. Today, my past has become my greatest asset. All the things that I used to just attach to negatively for all the things that I've done to the people I love the most, the guilt, the shame, the embarrassment, the remorse, the regret, those things have been rec- replaced by, by gratitude. My past is now my greatest asset. And it's only because I'm of service. And I've created a new attachment to it by helping others. I become grateful for it when I'm able to sit down with another individual who's struggling. And I get to say, you know what? Me too. Me too, man. It's going to be okay though because I've recovered and you can do it too. And I'm going to walk hand in hand, step by step with you the whole way through. Now I'm attaching to gratitude so I don't regret the past and I wish to shut the door on it. I'm going to comprehend the word serenity. I'm going to know peace. Today I know serenity and it's not for sale. I know peace. It doesn't matter how far down the scale we've gone. We'll see our experience can benefit others. 
Every single thing that I've went through has prepared me for this opportunity. I found my purpose through my past. And it doesn't matter. I fell far down that scale. And I mean, I'm talking far. And a lot of us have. It also says in step one, most alcoholic addicts have to be pretty badly mangled before they get get results. Mangled sounds to me like it's pretty far down the scale. But that's okay. It doesn't matter because it's what I do today that's important. My actions today defines the man that I've become. And when I look in the mirror and I see the man that's looking back at me, I like what I see today. I'm not far down on that scale. And it's just a blessing. The feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. Those days are gone. We'll lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. My whole life, everything I do, my job is service. I go to several different treatment centers throughout the week on my spare time to be of service. I have five sponsees that I work with consistently to be of service. It's not always through recovery. It's not always through step work that's service. There's many different forms of service. And anytime I get that feeling, which I call God consciousness, that feeling in my heart that tells me I should go help, I act on it. And I get to be of service. And that self-seeking slips away. And now I have a whole new attitude on life and a whole new outlook upon life. Fear of people and economic insecurity, the blessings continue to come. The money, the material things, all those things, the economic insecurities, they vanished. The blessings materialistically continue to rain down upon me and my family. I mean, it's unreal. These promises materialize over and over and over. And the situations which used to baffle me, they don't baffle me anymore. They just don't. I have a plan. I have tools. Every step gives me a tool. The program gives me an opportunity that's designed for living that anything that life happens, I know how to handle it today. But most importantly, what I've realized is that God is doing for me what I couldn't do for myself. Because if I could do it alone, I would have done it a long time ago, but it wasn't until I surrendered in one and got honest and came to believe in this God, this higher power and let him enter into my heart and perform a miracle, man. And step three is the catalyst to that change, provided I work the rest of the steps vigorously and honestly and thoroughly. And that's what it's all about. You know, I want to leave you guys with one thing, and, and it's just one of my favorite readings of the book. And I just I just felt like I wanted to share it right now. I wasn't planning on doing it. You know, I don't ever plan whatever I'm going to say. I just turn the microphone on and speak from my heart. You know, I have an idea of what I want to do, obviously, when I'm working with a couple different steps that I want to do and I'm doing them in succession. Sure. But today, man, I just wanted to share the gratitude, man, and just give you guys a kind of an idea of what's to come. But this page, page 337, it rings so true in my life. And I just wanted to share it. It's page 337 of the big book. You said as long as I put AA first in my life, everything that I put second would be first class. This is proven to be true over and over again. So I continue to put AA and God first. Everything I ever lost was returned many times over. The career that I lost has been restored with even greater success. The house that I lost has been replaced by a townhouse that is just the right size for me. So here I am, sober, successful, serene, just a few, just a few of the gifts of the program for surrendering, suiting up, and showing up for life every day. Good days and bad days, reality is a wild ride. I wouldn't miss it for the world. I don't question how this program works. I trust in my God, stay involved in AA service go to lots of meetings, work with others, and practice the principles of the steps to the best of my willingness each day. I don't know which of these keeps me sober, and I'm not about to try to find out. It's worked for me for quite a few days now, so I think I'll try it again tomorrow. 
man, dude, that just rings so true in my life. And everyone that I'm going to be bringing on, man, this thing rings, rings so true because they suit up and they show up and it's working in their lives. And if it could work for all of us, it could work for you. And a lot of people have a problem with, you know, step two, it becomes an obstacle and it becomes difficult for them to believe whatever the case may be of why it is to them. That's entirely in a personal affair. But one thing I can tell you, if you truly believe that I've recovered and you listen to everybody that I'm bringing on and you see and you believe that they've recovered, then what's that? What do you call that? And that could be the starting point for your belief in your recovery. So tune in the first episode on behalf of my wife on there. We're going to go over some of the aspects of the wives, talk a little bit about our story, what it was like for me being gone for that significant period that I was that I was gone for, the resentments, the fears, the codependency, everything that goes along with loving me. And then we're going to talk about what it looks like today. And I just encourage everyone to continue to tune in. But most importantly, I just want to thank everyone for being a part of my recovery, because without you guys, I'm in trouble. And I'm so grateful that I have you guys on my side. So tune in for episode two of season two dropping this Saturday.